All right, everybody, we're back. Thank you for joining us on the Malapert Smart Wrestling Podcast. I know you've missed us. We've been recording our shows on different days this this past couple weeks, so if that's throwing you guys off on your work schedule, we apologize. But we are here, and we're going to talk about wrestling since um, July 21st. That was the uh, last show that we didn't cover was SmackDown, so that's where we're going to start. Uh, that was over a week ago now. Um, this is what we should have started off last week's show with, but uh, there was a. I was I was excited when the show started. When I started it at home. By the way, this is Vlad, the wrestling expert, joining me today. Hello, say hello, Vlad. Hello, everybody out there. It's All been right. missing us, of course. <laughs> well, thanks for being on with us, Vlad. Sorry, I'm so uh, in a rush to get this show started. I forgot to introduce you but yeah vlad knows more about wrestling than literally anybody so oh um, my god that's not true but okay he puts jim Cornette to shame and uh <laughs> he's he's my my go-to guy for for uh oh, but anyways yes so last week we recorded on friday july 21st so we hadn't seen the show that day or you did but you didn't even mention it but you should have mentioned it you should have told me hey la night lost because <laughs> i was so for sure that he was gonna win this four-way right. that was going to put him in the final of a U.S. title tournament that would give him a, a title shot. So he right. comes out, the, the crowd's on fire, cuts a promo. You know, they let him talk even for the only one out of the four got to talk. And then uh, he lost. Santos Escobar um, ended up winning, and L.A. Knight was nowhere to be found in the finish. Um, yeah, That was disappointing, huh? I mean, over a week ago now, but uh, how did you feel about that match? Yeah, I mean, I think I told you at the time, I, I don't understand the direction of his booking, but I've been um, concerned with his booking for a while. I'm not concerned, I don't think that's the word, just kind of like confused, I guess that's a better word. You know, concerned would mean like, you know, I'm concerned like what, what direction they're going, if like I care that much. I'm more confused because like this guy's obviously super over, he's getting a loud reaction, he can talk, he can work. What's the problem here? But then there was a story that came out. I don't know if you caught this, Kehan. Maybe you've been busy this week. That I guess there's been some worry about his uh, how he rubs people the wrong way in the in the back in the backstage locker room. How he's not easy to get along with type of stuff. Um, so that kind of explained a little bit because that because otherwise I am confused about why they're not just pushing this guy as hard as they could because he's one of the few guys on this roster that's actually getting a huge like reaction despite the poor booking right so like it was just strange what's been going on but this kind of explains a little bit i don't know if you caught that story that some of the no, I, dirt I did sheets not, did not see oh, that okay. but so what yeah, yeah. so what if he's difficult or he's you know a, a diva or prima or whatever the story is like right. who cares when has that been an issue in the past when someone is this over well, right. Well, I think the, the the what I got from the article is that they still plan to push him, but I think they also kind of want to work with him a little bit, but like so he doesn't, you know, rub people the wrong way. So I don't know where it's all going, but you know, they're trying to tone down maybe some expectations early, but they eventually do plan to push him because I, from what I read, that he is. They see that he is over, so they want to do something with him, but they're also worried about. Him. So I don't know. I, I guess we'll see what happens. That's what I read. What, whether what the truth is, if there's any truth to those articles, who knows? But that's just the story that I that I got. 
Well, okay. I mean, so I I came home last Friday night from the bar, and I was I just sure. put on SmackDown. It was a little buzzed, and I was like, the show started with this four way, and LA Knight's music hit. Right. And I'm like, yeah, all right, this is a good show, and I could feel like he was gonna win. I was like, all right, this is the time. How can they can't be this stupid? And then he's nowhere even near the finish, you know. I don't mm. want to explain the finish. There was a thing with Theory and Escobar or whatever. But anyways, yeah. LA Knight's not even involved in the finish. And, man, that was disappointing. Sure. That took the air right out of the, the sails. I was I was pretty excited for the show. But then after that, I really didn't care what happened on the rest of it. Sure. sure. But anyways, uh, enough about that for the moment. We'll talk about him. Well, did you watch SmackDown from last night or no? I did. I okay. Did. Well, we can talk about that in a little while. So... We'll come back to L.A. Night, maybe. But for the rest of this show, I'm not going to go through it. I mean, Dominic Mysterio had a North American title match with Butch. You know, once again, her and him and Rhea Ripley all over pretty much every show. They were on SmackDown sure. here, so that's not even their show. They just kind of right. came to gloat and ended up in a match. Fine with me. I mean, they're hot. Put them on every show if they want to. I don't care. But I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the... Uh, the main event was, which was a segment. It was Jay Uso and uh, Roman Reigns doing their mm-hmm. terms of of their warfare or whatever, John Wick style, you know. Yeah. So it's gonna yeah. be. It's called Tribal Combat, which I don't know. It's just another word for no DQ match, I guess. Huh? Right. And uh, the elders of of the family approved it, right? The elders uh, approved this. Well, <laughs> it was their idea. That- it was exactly that's the explanation that we got that that yeah i'll let you continue but yes that's the explanation we got well what did uh what did you think of the the acting here from roman reigns in the segment when he was uh very slowly putting his ula fala taking it off and putting it on the title belt yeah yeah yeah. showing that that was on the line yeah that part was okay i think there was some something missing from this like like they needed to explain what exactly this tribal thing is and what are they doing like it seemed like a normal contract signing but then it wasn't and then they they uh shook hands right they went like this and they cut foreheads and it was like all supposed to be symbolic but none of us understood the symbolism behind it like at least unless maybe you're uh from their tribe i don't know right so there was that and then you know it ended with, you know, I guess Solo was still going to attack uh, Jay, but then Roman stopped him, right? He's like, no, don't hit him. But then Jay still super kicked Solo, who's been getting super kicked left and right pretty much the past, like, what, month? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I don't know what I thought about it. It wasn't my favorite segment between the Bloodline. I know it was it was okay. It was still, like, better than most things out there in wrestling, but it was, like, just not enough explanation of like what is happening and them like we're not getting it type of thing is the feeling I got. But it was still solid. I was just gonna say that yeah, it was just not something that we got clarity on, right? So we didn't really understand what was going on as far as like what it means. But I got the gist of what they're going for. They're basically gonna get no DQ match and it's all on the line. The world title and I guess the tribal chief dumb or whatever they could. well, just being the tribal chief. I don't I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But being the tribal chief and and the titles on the line and the winner gets it all. <laughs> it's well, the, the of, of this whole thing. The one comment I wanted to make was this was the first time that I thought Roman was kind of overacting. Mm. You know, yeah. very slowly looking around like, 
you know, like, oh my God, it's okay, like, okay, you know, but a little bit uh, too dramatic. That's my slight sure. criticism, slight criticism. But overall, yes, yeah. this is uh, in a week of wrestling where, what do you think? Was this a good week of wrestling or was this like a bad week of wrestling? Because this is probably one of the highlights, right? This is not one of the highlights for sure, for sure, yeah. But would you say this was a good week or a bad week? Did you enjoy this week, you know, when you're coming on here? Like, is the, was there anything that was, like, super exciting no. to, for you to talk? Even this, this was, like, okay. But Yeah, like, this was okay. I mean, after I don't, after watching Dynamite, there's literally, that really takes the wind out of your, I thought it was unbelievable. The, the, the card that they put together was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I mean, how you put that card together and expect people to, to actually watch it and, and things like that. I, I don't understand, like, what the thinking is behind a card like that, like, the fact that they had people watching and the amount that they did is still is a miraculous to me, given the card that they put out there for us to watch. I mean, what a horrific, horrific Dynamite episode that was. But I know we're I'm rushing to Dynamite. We'll get to Dynamite in a minute and why I, why I thought it was so horrible. But Yeah, I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. But today, yeah. let's just go company by company. So let's stick to sure. WWE. All right? Yeah. I'm just going to go to Raw. From uh, yep. July twenty fourth. Yeah, so, this one you're gonna have to remind me on some things because this one I totally don't remember a lot of stuff that happened on Raw. I usually zone out Raw as soon as I watch it. It leaves me, it leaves me right away. So if you can, if you have any like notes from it or point or like results or something, that that would be helpful. Yeah, I got I got the whole thing. I got I got a lot of notes on it. I wasn't gonna go through everything here just because we want to no, no. rush rush through this yeah, show today. We got to go through to the movies later. We're gonna go see. Um, what is it called? Oppenheimer or whatever? Oppen yes, Oppenheimer. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's exactly so, what it's called. All right. So not much. I mean, really looking at, at my notes on this, like not much really happened on this show. Like, um, okay. So it starts with Judgment Day. They're in the ring. They introduce Dominic as like the new North American NXT champion. They're very proud of him. And uh, he's he gets a ton of heat, obviously. And then Sammy and KO come out. And... Uh, they want him to shut up, you know, they they do the whole baby face thing and, you know, and it turns into a main event between Dominic and Sami Zayn, which I thought was, was an okay segment, you know, nothing earth-shattering or groundbreaking or too exciting. Sure. Um, yeah. They had Bronson Reed versus Ciampa, eh. uh, Becky right. versus Zoe, which was uh, for Becky to earn a match against Trish, and Becky ended up winning, so right. that was okay too, not bad. Uh, Rhea and uh, Liv Morgan, they were supposed to have a match, which was a good booking, but Rhea took her out before the match started, so that match never even right. happened. Um, right. Ricochet in-ring promo, uh, Logan Paul attacked him from behind, sneak attack, but he ended up getting laid out himself after he was, like, showboating with the... He was taking a live yeah. video, I guess, for a live stream. <laughs> Uh, Damien Priest beat Apollo Crews, okay. Uh, Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders to continue feuding. Also, that's not over. Um, oh, thank God it's not over. Yeah, stop me when anything here is interesting enough to talk about, because we haven't stopped yet. <laughs> uh, I got so far. Okay, how about this one? Drew McIntyre and Gunther. They face off in the yeah. ring, and, uh, Drew McIntyre wants a match tonight, you know, like, you know, all baby faces do. Why not tonight, huh? Gunther's like, no. Oh, and then here's something. Ludwig Kaiser, you remember this part at all? He comes out and talks Maybe. about how how yeah. uh, you shouldn't disrespect the ring general. But 
the thing about it is how he talks. Like he talks like when he's introducing Gunther from you know <laughs> before the, the ring announcement, and he talks real like that, like real slow, but just when he's having a normal conversation, he's like, yeah. "How dare you disrespect the ring announcement?" I'm like, what the fuck? This is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. I got, I got to point that out. As a Malapert smart, this is the first thing <laughs> that we've really talked shit about today. About that was just bad. Okay, Ludwig yeah, I Kaiser, I which even, I don't I didn't hate really think him. About it, but yeah, I don't hate him either. But yeah, I don't hate him, but I think he's a little too exaggerating on this on this stuff over here. Um, sure. Any, anyways, that turns into a whole melee with the uh, right. with. Riddle, Riddle gets involved, and they all, right, they all right. kind of have like a melee. But it's gonna be Drew McIntyre versus Gunther. Um, so, uh, correct me, right? Drew puts Gunther through a table, or is it? Yeah, yeah, right? it was a reversal. Yeah, he yeah. was about to get reversal. put through the table himself, but Gunther ended up yeah. going through the table. Um, yeah, I mean they're gonna have a, they're gonna have a nice hard, like you know, stiff match at SummerSlam. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, It'll no, be it's good. good. It'll be good. It's it's, it's fine. It's fine. Still it's fine. nothing super wrestling yet, you know, that we we're really like excited about through, throughout any of these exactly. shows. Um sure. let's see. Uh Seth and Finn, they had a contract signing. Um yep. so Finn Balor, you know, is going on with his whole deal about how he's been going insane since he lost that title to Seth seven years ago and that he's had a, yeah. a seven year itch about it, but he it at uh, SummerSlam, he's gonna make Seth his seven-year bitch, <laughs> which makes no sense. But it rhymed, so it just said it. <laughs> he seven said it with such. He said it with such conviction. He was like very. He, yeah. he, he really sold it, you know. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the end, uh, Damian Priest attacked Seth Rollins with the briefcase, and they stood. Oh, and he couldn't cash in, which is kind of. So terrible for him, huh? Like he has yeah, him right there, dead to said, rights. He said, right, right. He wants his his buddy to win, and then they could discuss how it's gonna go with him with his money in the bank. Right. Well, we'll see. I have a feeling that Finn's not gonna win at SummerSlam. So, anyways. Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of that's kind of really messed up. The for a friend to make you do that. I I think if he had a chance to win the title, his friend should just let him win the title. You know, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, so then uh, Sami Zayn came out and um, tried to help. KO wasn't there. I guess he got taken out earlier in the show. But uh, yeah. so they they ended up beating down Sami and uh, Seth Rollins to end the show. So that was it. That was Raw, and that's pretty much yeah, pretty I mean, much that's it. A pretty pretty bland show and pretty... pretty. It was it was pretty bland. Cody cut a, a long promo, but it was oh, just oh yeah 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 yeah. It yeah, was yeah, just him by himself. It was just him. That's a, the, I mean, that's always a highlight because given the rest of the show, it's not bad. Like he's a, obviously he's a great talker. But I mean, we've heard it all before in a sense with this Brock thing. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, the match I think will be pretty good at SummerSlam. But I kind of agree with one of our other co-hosts, Robert, that I think definitely SummerSlam should be the end of that feud. You know, so and I think it will be. So we'll see. All right. Well, sticking to WWE, I guess I got a couple things to say about NXT. Not not everything, but just stuff related to the main roster. I don't know if you saw any of it, but uh, Dom and Rhea started the we're show. There again. Yeah. Yeah. They they were headliners, and then um, uh, Wesley. Okay, so I think this is this is good. So Wesley's probably gonna come up to the main roster at some point.
but he does step up to them, you know, tells them off, told Dom to just shut up like he was nothing, which is which was pretty funny. Like nobody respects Dominic. <laughs> um, so Wesley cut a nice promo here. I thought I'll give him some props. He wants his rematch and all that. And Mustafa Ali is involved in this, in case you're curious, because he was supposed to fight Wesley before right. he lost the title. So mm. now it's now it's looking like it's gonna be a three way, and then um, oh Rhea accepted the match for a three-way yes, for, yes. for Dominic. And Dominic was like, you know, you sure that's a good idea? But I guess Rhea's got something up her sleeve to make sure he holds on to the title. And then um, other than that, um, you know, Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes are going to go uh, at it for the NXT title. So that's they had some, some continuation of their feud there. And I guess they're coming up to the great American Bash. So I don't really want to talk about everything from NXT. I don't cover NXT on our show. But if it's related to the main roster, fine. So that's WWE for the week. Um, let's move on to the other guys, the more exciting guys, the, a the AEW guys. So, um, you know, to really talk about Dynamite this week, uh, some stuff from death before dishonor the ring of honor pay-per-view kind of related to it and uh you had to sort of watch that to know what was going on i guess in in some of these uh, dynamite spots but i'll 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 just go through the stuff that related well, to I, it I, well I, I don't want to interrupt uh but did we cover well we covered last week's uh collision right we did cover that right that we did cover or we didn't i can't no remember. we're gonna we're gonna do that too we're gonna oh, we're do, gonna do that too we're going to do it. Death Before Dishonor, then Collision, then Dynamite. Because <laughs> it's all the same company. So um, let's, Let me go through this Death Before Dishonor card. Because I'll, I'll be interested Absolutely. to hear what, what you thought about some of this stuff. Um, I, but to, just for the record, I did not see any of this. Okay, yeah. continue. Okay, so here's some things that happened, just so you know. So uh, there was this TV title tournament that was really good, actually. There was a lot of good matches that Dalton Castle ended up winning. Very impressed with yeah. him, despite his gimmick. He beat uh, this guy, Shane Taylor, and he, he suplexed this humongous guy, this dude. And, you know, I, I thought it was impressive. You know, he, was, he put himself over there. And uh, so he won that tournament. He faced Samoa Joe at this pay-per-view. And uh, he looked pretty good. It was a hard-fought match. And then Samoa Joe ended up low-blowing him when the referee wasn't looking. Distracted by Stokely... Hathaway, so that's a new uh, a new team, Joe and Stokely. I think since Stokely was like some sort of commissioner or general manager or something. Yeah, like he is, but I think it looks like Joe's going to use him for that reason, since yeah. he's got some kind of power, some kind of stroke yeah. in Ring of Honor, actually. So he had I to see. use a low blow to beat Dalton Castle. Like, he's already a heel, but, you know, that was low even for a, a heel, really. Um <laughs> Uh, so let's see. There was a four-way for the Ring of Honor tag team titles um, with uh, Lucha Brothers defending. And God, this this was just like a terrible, terrible spot fest. Now that I'm reading about all this stuff, I, I shouldn't even go through it. Uh, <laughs> but Lucha Brothers, uh, they lost the titles to Ozzy Open. And right. uh, there was also the uh, Kingdom yeah. and Best Friends were in this match. Um mm. So Dark Order got sent to Ring of Honor. So they've been oh, involved good, with man. this. They've been invo involved with a crazy feud with uh, Alex Reynolds, who left them. And he's like, mm. he joined this other group of weirdos called the Righteous, and they look like homeless guys type of thing. 
So they've been feuding, and this turned into like a ridiculous, wild, hardcore match. Like Dark Order is saying, yeah. Dark Order is saying like this is the return of Dark Order because of this. Mm-hmm. Like they they had to dig down to like a dark place that they haven't been in a while. So sure. Dark Order ended up winning and going over, and uh, so that was like the crazy, crazy match of the night. You know, the crazy, crazy weapon, thumbtacks, everything, everything you could think of. Uh, oh, wonderful, wonderful. Let me see what else. Oh, this was <laughs> well, Shibata versus Daniel Garcia. <laughs> for the oh, ring yeah. of honor pure title this was the only yeah, moment of the week where i literally laughed my ass off like if i had a video of this but you know the daniel garcia dance but he did like a super now i do now he did I a do. super a... Yeah. <laughs> this time there was a super special like extended version of it where he was really trying to disrespect shibata and he did it for like a minute or something until he got slapped in the face but um who ended up winning shibata ended up winning beating him good just okay. so you that's know, pure he, wrestling that's championship. He, that's what he deserves. That's what he deserves for being a dancing fool. Continue. All right. So this is the stuff that's going to end up sort of being involved on Dynamite, I guess, which I still don't get it here. So Claudio is defending the Ring of Honor title against Pac. Claudio wins, and then he's attacked by Death Triangle after the match. Okay? Mm. So the Death Triangle reform. Pac and the Lucha Brothers... So they they gang up on Claudio. So then for some reason, the best friends come out to help Claudio. Okay? I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would want to help Claudio. He's in a heel stable. Okay? So uh, Trent and Chuck come out. And then Orange Cassidy comes out and helps too. He was trying to punch another guy in the Blackpool Combat Club. I forgot. It might have been Wheeler or something. And okay, he ended so up he, punch Wheeler, yeah. yeah, so he ended up punching Claudio by mistake. So then that that yeah. started a beef between them that led into dynamite, I guess. Yeah. Right. So if you didn't watch Death Before Dishonor, you would have not known any of that. But okay, not like it even mattered. It just was not. It was not good there. It was not good on dynamite. We'll get to that later. Um. Anyways, let me move on. The last thing from this was Athena and Willow, which Athena won in a good match. Good stuff. Good stuff. I thought. And Athena retains hard-fought match, and she actually ended up respecting Willow at the end and shaking her hand and everything. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that was Death Before Dishonor. It was four hours long, you know. Mm, yeah, of with... course. <laughs> but let me move on because we're trying to roll through the rest of this. we got a couple shows to finish here for our reviews. Let's go to Collision, which is supposed to be the best yeah. stuff of the week. So this is... Saturday, July 22nd. It's one week uh, from when we're recording this right now. One week ago, there's going to be another episode right. of Collision coming up tonight. But for right now, let's talk right. about last week. We haven't discussed this at all. Uh, Ricky Starks went out to celebrate winning the Owen Hart Cup. Uh, I like this promo here. You know, he's confident. He's charismatic. This, this whole thing with him is working, I think. And then Punk yeah. comes out. Punk comes out, disrespects him, you know, saying that... Uh, Oh, Starks disrespects Punk. He said that the thing that he's holding in his bag doesn't mean it's shit, right? Yeah. The the old world title. And then Punk gets really pissed at that, returns to the ring because he was about to leave after he disrespected Starks. And he comes back to the ring and he says he's the real world champion. Right. Um, what do you think about that? Is CM Punk the real world champion? If someone gets hurt and is out for an extended period of time, never lost the title, does that mean they're really still the champion? Um, no, but they should probably have a match with 
MJF to settle the score of who is the real world champion, quote unquote, which I think they will, obviously, just a matter of kind of building it up. It has been building up. We'll talk about that later on Dynamite, where right. MJF actually mentioned Punk a right. little bit for a second. But yeah. anyways, so this was an interesting segment, kind of WWE-like, you know, like a lot of people coming in, setting up a main event. So Christian comes in out of nowhere, uh, yeah. talks shit to both of them, saying that, you know, he's contractually obligated to show up because he's the TNT champion. But he didn't <laughs> – they were taking too long in the ring with this nonsense they were talking. So uh, Correct. And then Darby Allen comes out of nowhere, which is like, okay, you know, I'm 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 liking when they, they try to trip out the audience and give us some random ass stuff. But Darby Allen comes out, talks shit about everyone except Punk, so they're apparently friends, which is kind of interesting that Darby's on his side. Um and then this sets up a main event match, like a tag team match. Christian and um Stark. Ricky Starks against CM yeah. Punk and Darby Allen. Which Darby. is sure. this this was good, you know. I didn't mind this. This I thought this was yeah. one of the better segments of the week. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'm just going to say real quick, I thought Starks did pretty well. Uh, you know, I thought he got his point across of why he did what he had to do. You know, he doesn't apologize for it. He, he did what he had to do to win, you know, and he's not sorry for grabbing the rope, you know, and things like that. Yeah. On the last... Many people would uh, do that. Which I'm, which I'm fine with, and you know, and I liked his line about like you know how, you know, Punk's words are just as empty or whatever he said as as the 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 red bag that he carries, you know, it's things like that. You know, I thought that was pretty good. I thought overall Starks did quite well. Uh, you know, and it, this was a good segment. This was a good opening segment. I thought. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh... Jay and Juice had a match, so at least they didn't forget about them. You know, they just kind of... Well, before you go to that, I just want to say one thing that I thought was funny, which was uh, Andre Andrade getting kicked out of the building for what he did last week, they said. And I yes. thought about it, like, he didn't do that last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? What is he getting kicked out of the building for? He didn't. He literally didn't do anything. Yeah. He just was like, I'm like, how can he get kicked out? There are people that literally kill people and they don't get kicked out of the building and this guy's getting kicked out of the building for just like coming out to the ring and getting pushed back by security was kind of ridiculous but okay yeah well they knew he had some beef with house of black and they had a, a title trios match so they didn't want him getting involved Which, i know but it was just kind of silly it's it so silly. not it wrestling silly. right like that's yeah. what's supposed to happen people are supposed yeah. to get involved if you have beef with somebody uh, they really wanted a like this was like the main event of wrestlemania like we really need a fair trios yeah. match tonight you know trios title match so yeah i was gonna get there next but um they ended up the house of black so they ended up having a title defense against the acclaimed and billy gun daddy ass as they call him um and then so they defend they win the acclaimed lose right. and mr ass is gonna look like he's gonna retire right takes off his boots in the middle of the ring and uh you know what is this? Some, what is this angle leading to, Vlad? What is? I have no idea, dude. Are they finally, they're gonna yeah. give him the the trios title in the end, finally, and it's gonna be like a big celebration or something. I don't know, man. I think they really. I remember, like, what, like six months ago, when this group was as over as any like tag team in wrestling. Like, yeah. Even even though I'm not, even though I'm not a fan of them, you know, like I'm not a fan of like the whole shtick. 
but even I could you know, appreciate the fact that they got over it. Now I don't know what they're doing with them. This is they've been doing nothing for the past six well, months. Well, don't you think Billy Gunn deserves like a a farewell storyline, right? You know, not really. No, <laughs> you know, he's a legend. He was in DX. He was from yeah, the Attitude and... Era. He's, one he's of the, had his run. He's in his 60s, right? Right. He's got to be in his early 60s. But everyone deserves a, a retirement match, you know, a, a final storyline or something, you know? Okay, but this is really bad. Like, he's – this is not good. You know, I, I mean, if this is his – I don't know. I'm just – I'm not – I don't care. <laughs> okay. Because my point is I don't, I, I don't care too much about this, I guess. But, he, but he's I mean, not retiring, right? This is like an angle, probably. I mean, I think he should – they should probably at this point he probably should go just be like a backstage agent or a trainer. I mean he's he's got a lot but of But he looks more knowledge. physically menacing than any of these other well, guys. Sure. Well sure they're, he's they're in better that. shape than all than, than everybody. Like, you know, really he should be yeah. in the title picture. <laughs> like not yeah, not the he, young bucks. Well <laughs> yes, I agree with that too. But at the same time he is in his sixties and you know how long can, is he gonna continue to, to do this, right? Well, yeah, of course, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't mind him getting a, a farewell angle. I just don't know if this is how they should do it, you know. Yeah. But you know, everyone loves him. Everyone loves saying "scissor me, daddy" or whatever, and you know that's yeah, cool. Or daddy it's ass cool and just, yeah, it's cool that that's over. But I don't know. I guess I could use a little more from this, other than the the standard "just take off your boots and cry and go to the back and whatever." I don't know. Okay, it was fine. It's whatever so let's let's move on um uh, ftr they cut a promo about their upcoming match with uh mjf and adam cole they they gave this show kind of since they have an extra two hours it kind of gives it a little room to breathe you know they can send mm. guys out there for like a long in-ring promo it's okay right. since it's, it's two shows now so why not so they let them talk for a while and uh, they're telling Adam Cole not to trust MJF because they know him, right? They used to be in the same group together. Right. And so so they're sowing seeds of distrust. And they sure. say that they're going to kick their ass. Okay. Yeah, basically. But I thought it was a solid promo. Good work from those yeah. guys. So they, they, yeah. they're, they're, both, they're both good talkers and they're, they're both great rough. And I'm a big fan of FTR, you know, as, as you know. So this was fine. This was good. So Taya Valkyrie and Sky Blue... Taya Valkyrie wins and then cuts a kind of an odd promo after the match challenging Britt Baker. She was like out of breath and you know that was kind Ooh. of kind of an ugly one I thought, but okay. I don't. I just want to say the women's division is just a disaster. I don't know who's running that thing. If it's still Kenny Omega, that makes sense. But whoever it is, it's a full fledged, makes no sense what's going on in, in that division whatsoever. There's I hear there's drama all the time within, between these women and whatnot. It's just got to get it under control, man. They got to get it under control because it's it's insane. They have some good, they have a couple of good workers. They have a couple of good wrestlers. But as a whole, the division is just nonsensical nonsense, you know. And that's that's, that's just the bottom line. I don't think anyone, <laughs> any AW fan can argue, even their biggest supporters can argue that they're, they are so far away from the WWE women's division. Hell, they're probably even so far from the, the uh, what's it called, the Impact uh, women's roster. As far as I'm concerned, they're one. Of, they're the worst women's division in wrestling, I think. Yeah. Well, we'll have more to talk about that later. Let me put that on pause and sure. We'll, we'll go. We'll go on when Dynamite comes on. 
Uh, oh God. So the, <laughs> so the main event here was uh, Christian and uh, Starks, which I thought they were pretty funny together working as heels. They yeah, didn't want, yeah. Like nobody, nobody wanted, wanted to tag, to tag in. in to start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was I thought that was kind of creative. I'd never seen that before. I'm sure it's happened, but uh, anyways, uh, there Darby Allen had this crazy like reverse DDT spot off the top rope. And um, I thought that was the spot of the night, you know, if we're going to do spot fest competition or whatever. Uh, but anyways, Ricky Starks, the booking, Ricky Starks holds the ropes again and wins the match, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked the booking on that, too. I like I, I mean, like I said, I said last week when there was some like criticism of should Punk have gone over, should Starks have gone over? It depends. What are they going to do with Ricky Starks? Like, are they going to? Try to elevate him. And I think that's what they're trying to do with getting him some some big wins on over Punk and and Darby and whatnot, right? I mean, those are like two of their kind of big stars, and he's getting wins, whether it be by holding the rope or not. He's getting some recognition. I don't know. I guess it's still the jury's still out on that. But overall, I was I'm happy for Sparks because I like him. Oh yeah, he's really good. I I hope they for once they're kind of keeping up with somebody going along with their push so um i hope they keep going i mean i i don't think yeah. he's gonna blow it i think this is a, this is a slam dunk no it's good it's gonna be up to them it's gonna be what they do with with him like what they do booking wise like where does it go all go like does he get to be really elevated from this like getting like a really good rub or not i mean i think it all depends you know and obviously i've had some distrust in tony Khan's booking but overall we'll see you know, yeah but since collision started are... it's been going pretty yeah. well for him He's for starks for starks yeah for yes. sure for starks this was a, a blessing in disguise that collision started for a lot of these guys right that were not being used correctly they're hopefully they will be used better on collision we'll see okay so anyways i thought collision was okay you know yeah, christian was, okay. was uh featured in the main event which i thought really helped make it look professional yeah. and everything so um i didn't think it was like a fantastic super 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 world-class episode but it was good no. it was like fine it was fine you know yeah it was uh, a solid I, I think i think i put a grade down that it was like a c or c plus i could i could give it a c or c plus is what i put all right either way Let, let's move on to dynamite from a couple nights ago uh yep. this was uh july is it 27th am i thinking of here hold on let me just uh 26 sorry july 26 and uh so um you texted me before you saw the show saying that the card looked weak. So <laughs> the, the card the looked, looked weak. I did, so as you know, I was I was on vacation or you know I was out of town. This so I kind of watched it on my phone. I didn't take any notes on this one as I usually do, but this was a week not to take any notes for sure because this didn't really matter in the grand scheme of anything that I care about in wrestling. So yeah, let's go through it. But you know, yeah, I mean, I don't one that I took notes on. I don't have very detailed notes either, man. I, I have some general, you know, what happened here. But, yeah, you're right. This, let's just go through it. Let's go through it. So it starts off with an international title match, as usual, uh, as often it does, you know, Orange Cassidy yes, yes. against A.R. Fox. Um, so, you know, this was the the match that Darby Allen asked uh, to get A.R. Fox a title match because he let him sleep on his couch when he was homeless, right? So he got – correct. He, he pulled a favor for him, and the interesting about this, which I thought it was a terrible match, even for an Orange Cassidy match, if you wanted to go through it move for move, like a lot of it looked <laughs> awkward, weird, um, not natural, you know. So, yeah. 
I'm gonna give it, I would give it a poor rating. But the interesting thing about it was that AR Fox turned heel at the end. Like he lost and he yeah. got mad that he lost, and uh, he hit Orange Cassidy with his sunglasses. Like he broke him in half and cracked him in the head broke with the glasses it. and then hit him and then hit him in the head. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then it looked like he was like apprehensive at first. Like he wasn't turning full. He was like, oh shit, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. And then uh, you know Darby Allen came out and he was pissed uh, about it. You know I pulled strings for you. This is embarrassing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was all in his face. Like, why did you do that? I pulled these strings. But uh, my favorite reaction was Taz. He was just like, oh, I like you. I thought it was good. <laughs> Showing some emotion. <laughs> yeah, I like when someone's like shows some spirit, huh? Come on. <laughs> All right, all right. So the post match stuff, okay. You know, I was better than it the was match. Good. It was oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I didn't care for this match because, like, who? Why, I mean, why do I? Why should I care about AR Fox? I know they had this video segment that like explained Darby's relationship with them, but like, I mean, what? Like, yeah, I know. I don't... Well, listen, let's put that on hold. It's gonna come back a little yeah. later, again. But let's yeah. go through the show as, every, as everything does, as everything does on this show. Yeah. Yeah, not always, but okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So we have uh, John Don Callis, excuse me, Don Fallis is <laughs> as Cornet calls him, which is the That's perfect correct. name for him. Um, so he's with Chris Jericho, and he's trying to continue to influence him to join his group and leave yeah. JAS. Uh, made him a portrait like the one he made Kenny Omega with uh, a. <laughs> that uh, shows them, you know, all young and buff or whatever. That's his favorite gift mm. to give someone. <laughs> a picture of someone, like, looking... When they were younger. Uh, yeah, looking unrealistically buff. But anyways, yeah. um, so he he ended up pushing for Jericho to have a match against his own boys, Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. So, mm. you know, pushing a little Wait, bit of did, his... Did I mishear, or did Jericho agree to be in his... Callis's group. I thought he said that he was going to do it, or did I not hear that right? No, we still don't know yet. Oh, we, we don't know because I thought. Oh, he just agreed to the match. He just agreed yes. to the tag match. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, my bad. He my thought bad. about it. So yeah, that's going to happen next week on Dynamite. I can't believe this. I never thought I'd see the day. Sammy yeah, Guevara and I Daniel Garcia facing off against Jericho. This is sad. Anyways. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, okay. Here's some good stuff. I like this. Uh, if you're going to say that the whole show was garbage, I, I, I won't say that about this segment. It was Jack Perry coming out for an in-ring interview with uh, Tony Schiavone. Uh, yes. And basically ended with him talking crap about ECW because he holds the FTW title now. And he said that they were all right. low lives, low class, you know, that he would beat all of them. He, Pointed straight at Taz and said, "I want to beat any of you and your friends from back in the days." And uh, my boy Jerry Lynn actually came out and confronted him about this because he was in ECW. So he was in this, ECW. I, this I, I really liked. I really liked this. We, well, Jerry Lynn, I think, uh, I think is an agent or he's something. He does something yes. for he's a, AW. He's an agent for AEW. Yes, he's an agent for AEW. So he he does some backstage stuff, but he's being used as a single. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I'm a, uh, I know Jerry Lynn. I've seen his work in the old ECW days. His matches with RVD are kind of a thing of ECW legend, right? Um, yep. So, but as far as this, I mean, obviously, I, well, I think it could be a good way to get some heat for uh, 
uh, Jack Perry. I was about to call him Jungle Boy again. Uh, for Jack Perry, you know, obviously, if he beats up this old ECW legend, and then we'll see where that goes. And maybe Hook will get involved, and Taz will get involved somehow with all of this craziness. I think it's all right. I think it's all right. I mean, I, I guess feuding with an older guy is just, this, you know, makes just as much sense as feuding with anybody on this roster, you know, on Dynamite. So who else? Do, I'm thinking, like, who else is he going to could he feud with? I mean, I know he's feuding with Hook in the grand scheme of things, but, you know, like having a match where you could get heat just to be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if Jerry Lynn can still work at all or what this is going to be exactly. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have my doubts. I mean, I feel like he could. I feel like him and Jack Perry could make something work because Jack Perry worked great with Christian. He's a great worker. I got. I think Jack Perry is a great work. Not a great like five star perfect worker, but he's really good. He's really really good. Good when he's paired with the right person with him. Like when you need somebody to kind of lead him correctly, and he's good. But if he's like working with another young guy just trying to do some nonsense and like the matches kind of fall apart and they become you know spot fest and unrealistic nonsenses but when he's paired with a guy like chris yeah it's gonna be good or i mean we'll see what uh jerry lynn has that will be interesting i mean i don't even know what to expect of that except i think it will be a uh, segment where jack Perry gets a lot of heat yeah so i i'm gonna say i'm gonna give a thumbs up to this segment just because uh I have I think no problem with Jerry it. Lynn no fan, and I think uh, Jungle Boy is, is a little funny. Like, you know, I kind of like. I mean, I told you, like, right? He's doing well with this this role as, as being a heel. I think he's doing as good as can be expected. I mean, definitely more interesting than when he was a baby well, face. There's what no was the line when uh, when uh, he, oh Jerry Lynn told him if if you keep talking like this, you're probably gonna get your ass kicked. And and Jack Perry goes. Well, I'd really like to see who's gonna kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, th- yeah. Well, well. Do you agree with uh, some of the um, not criticism, but like I guess cr- a critique that that maybe Anna J should kind of be his, hell yes. his, the woman oh, on his perfect, own. Perfect man. It's it's of yeah. course it's tailor made. They're real life together in, in real life. Yeah, so yeah. of course, of course. Don't even yeah, ask yeah. me this. This should have been done yeah. ten days ago, yesterday. Anyways. Gotcha. Um, all right. So Jack Perry said he wasn't dressed to fight, and he said next week. So that's how that segment right. ended, you know, yeah, which is yeah, kind, yeah. kind of funny. I'm not Maybe. ready right now. I'm not ready. Funny <laughs> and, 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 a, and a heel move. Yes. So. Um, so Pac, I guess they need to get him back into the swing of things on this show. They gave him a match yeah. against Gravity, which Gravity. I know if we really wanted to go into detail about this show, and I, I know you could rip this booking to shreds, but – Forget it. Let's Gravity. just move on. It's a win for Pac, right? I think. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I should hope so. God uh, damn. He lost the gravity. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I zoned out here, but okay. Sure. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, MJF promo in the back with Adam Cole. So this was great about talking yeah. about FTR and how yeah. Dax says says the same thing all the time about how he loves his yeah. wife and he loves his kid and he loves his business and uh i i the one i don't like that dax always says is this is how i put food in my children's mouth i'm like sure. dude you're you're not starving bro you made enough money shut the fuck up about putting food in your kid's mouth whatever 
I hate that it's one. A, I, I don't like that one. Thing. It's, it's, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's like, old yeah, school, that's... but it doesn't make sense, and it's stupid. Like, stop saying oh, that. Yeah. Everyone knows you have, like, a million-dollar contract or whatever. You're not starving, okay? This is sure. a back-in-the-day so thing. Absolutely. It's now, a back-in-the-day thing. Yeah. This is before guaranteed contracts where it made sense, where you had to you had to make appearances and things like that. You get you got paid per appearance, right? Yes. But so, now, yes. The, the the wrestlers back then were more working paycheck to, to paycheck, you know, work. They, yeah. they had to work to get paid. Okay, I get it. This is how I put. Where that line would make more sense, where you would say like, "Yeah, you're taking food out of my child's mouth," you know, by whatever, do, doing whatever. Yeah. So that's the one I don't like. MJF didn't mention that, but he did call him a Mr. Clean Yosemite Sam looking <laughs> motherfucker, something like that. Uh, something like that. Yeah. 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 He said he's just gonna punch them so hard in the face that they're gonna spit out CM Punk's jockstrap. Yeah, I think he said that towards Dax or maybe Cash. I can't remember which one. Cash towards one Cash. Them. Well, whatever. Towards both of them. They're all. They're both with yeah. Punk. You know, they're right, they're right, in right, a stable. Right. I think they're a six man yeah. stable. Correct. A, a six man tag stable. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So this moves on to Adam Cole, who also talks and he apologized to MJF. For holding his title last week, he's like, I was just handing it to you. Don't worry, there's nothing to worry about. I think we're becoming pretty good slash best friends. He said, and a weird thing, MJF told Adam Cole, "I'm gonna give you a title shot after this match for the yeah, world title." Win or lose, win very or lose. strange. Yeah. This this is kind of tra- starting to make me feel like Adam Cole is the one who's working MJF. You know, <laughs> if he's the one who ends up getting the title match and. That, I mean, that would, I don't know, we was still kind of ambiguous where this is going, but okay. That was very strange because very un-MJF-like, right? Yeah. Um, so then Roderick Strong comes in. He says that he saw the look on Punk, on MJF's eyes, you know, when he looked like he was going to hit Cole with the belt or something or something like that. And uh, Roderick is really, really, really trying to get Adam Cole to listen to him. Holds his arm and everything, and Adam Cole goes, "Hey, boundaries, brother, get away from me." And uh, Adam Cole says he's pushing him away the, the way he's acting. So yeah, the acting with with Adam Cole and MJF is pretty good. When Roderick Strong comes in, it's kind of uh, lowers the level a little bit. I, I get he's part of the story, and they they want him to be a part yeah. of it. But okay, um, do you have anything to say about this promo? I I know you yeah. liked it. Yeah, MJF's part was really good. Then, like, after he was done talking and they talked about the Cole and then adding Roddy to the whole mix, it kind of, you know, I'm indifferent about that. I understand where they're going. Well, actually, we don't know exactly where they're going, who's turning on who or who's playing who, but, you know, I don't particularly, you know, Roddy comes off like like jealous girlfriend or ex or something. It's kind kind of petty and kind of stupid, you know, but that part I don't like. But, um, other than that, I you know MJF is obviously when he has uh, like a particular thing that he wants to get off his chest or a thing that he, like where he has material to work with, he's great. So he was the highlight of the of the segment. Okay, so I got another weird thing to talk about. So right after this, FTR cut a promo that they said was recorded last Wednesday. Well, they said both segments were recorded last Wednesday, which I didn't understand. Why even say that? Why just not? If they if that was the case. Uh, why even say it? Like, nobody would know. Yeah, you and know? then the funny thing about it was that Dax 
Harwood knew everything MJF said. He's like, I know you're going to say this about me, and I know you're going to say this about me. So he knew what was in the promo, and he yeah, responded he to it. Yeah, meaning he just heard it. Meaning he just heard it, most likely, right? They probably cut theirs first, and then they cut their second. He probably heard it or whatever, which is ridiculous. You know, it was dumb. Yeah. Okay. Why even say that it was why even say that it was last Wednesday? What sense did that make? To say that you have a backstage uh, promo with these two teams back to back or something, you know, or something to that effect. Yeah. Or my 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 theory was yeah, you're right. He might have they might have been right next to each other listening to each other, but my theory was that maybe they told them what they said. Like, hey, this this is what the yeah, yeah this is what MJF said about you. If you want to respond, which was I don't know. I I thought the whole thing was just a little, uh, you know, kind of cut and pasted together, a little weird for this show. Yeah, that that's yeah, I a, agree. that's but, about out that though. But the promos themselves were fine. And FTR, fine. um, I forgot what the, what he said about MJF, but he he had some jabs at MJF too. Um, yeah, yeah, he had. Some, I can't remember anything specific. I mean, obviously knowing that they worked together on the pinnacle knowing that he's like an untrustworthy type of guy that he just looks out for himself that he's gonna you know screw cole over and it's not about cole but he's in the cross path or the what's the word well he's you know he's in the way basically of them and mjf's beef so he's you know they're gonna have to beat his ass too i guess is what they're saying <laughs> yeah basically all right. So, oh, man, my notes are a little spotty here. I guess I didn't really pay attention so closely. But Darby Allen had a match, right? Who, who did Darby Allen fight? Remember? The, oh, Swerve Strickland. Excuse me. Yeah. That's I think I didn't write Swerve it down Strickland. because I thought I would remember. But anyways, AR Fox ended up interfering in this match and turning heel completely. Uh, yes. Nick Wayne was there with Darby as his, his uh, friend, his valet or whatever, but he didn't do anything. And he couldn't thwart the... The interference yeah. or help Darby in any way, so I guess. Yeah, so just... I guess AR Fox basically joined this uh, the mogul whatever embassy whatever the heck they call themselves. I mean, this was this is like who is AR Fox and why should we care about his heel turn? Like it was insane. This yeah, is it was like a very insane booking feature of this, this show. Just, this is just like nonsensical booking. Like why is AR Fox all of a sudden having this big feature where he has an opening match and he comes in in another segment turns heel. It's insane. It's like, what are we? What? Like, why should we care? Yeah, they could. Yeah, exactly. Been on TV. They can make us care about him first before they turn him heel. But unbelievable. Yeah. If anyone would care about him, it's for the flips and dives. You know, he's a good flipper and a good diver. He's had a lot of those on Ring of Honor and on AEW. Anyways, uh, moving moving on. A couple more segments. So JAS had a meeting because this you were asking me, did he actually join Don Callis? So JAS called uh, Jericho 2.0 and Anna J and Ty Conti. They talked to him, serious conversation. They sure. and Anna J put it best, like after all the time they spent appreciating him, and this <laughs> is how he repays them. Like really, like they were pissed. They had they and they had reason to be. So uh, yeah, I I don't. I was just distracted by Ty Conti's pregnant stomach. I don't understand why she's wearing a low top type of. Not or like a, <laughs> I guess a high top with her midsection or sh- pregnant stomach showing like that. Like that's just a weird, that's a weird look for someone that's whatever. Preg- uh, to me, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really care. I don't judge, but it's just a weird look to me. It's like why would you be showing your your pregnant stomach like that? Uh, anyways, no, no comment. No comment. That's, 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 that's the only thing I got out of that segment. Uh, no comment. Yeah. No comment. No, no comment. Yeah. That's 
yeah, I got it. But that's the only thing I got out of that segment. I don't really, you know, I don't care about what happens with J A S S or with J. What the hell is that? What is her initial? J A S, man, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's move on. We don't need to talk about it that much. They're getting a a, a full on storyline here, better than NWO got for their breakup or whatever. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so here's some more uh, about what you were saying. So during that uh, Ty Valkyrie Britt Baker match that got set up on Collision, uh, right. when the when the finish hit was so hilarious. I I don't know if you saw it, but I'm gonna put a, a video of it in with with the post production on this. But uh, yeah, remind me. So the the finish hit and Britt Baker won the match and got the pinfall, and they went to the crowd to get a reaction and some guy put his sign up right at that moment that said oh, book the women's division better <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe i missed that oh my god that is perfect plain is as amazing. day right in the center i was like oh my god and then they cut away from it like two seconds later or something but that guy oh nailed it god. best That's sign terrible. best sign of the week best sign of the that week. that is terrible these so, these these camera people need to be fired on the spot. They're always filming the worst possible things for the company that everybody is already thinking, you know, but that they shouldn't want on their cameras being said what, like right there. But anyways, uh, yeah, of course I agree. As you know, uh, what I was yeah, saying before. It's been... Exactly. We don't need to get into that more, but yes, no, uh, no. some people uh, agree with you, Vlad, that the women's division could be booked better. Please, please oh. book it better. Please. Tony Khan, please. please. Please, please, pretty please. Okay, uh, one last thing. Let me see. So this was that stuff, that whole death war dishonor stuff that I filled you in on that really didn't make sense yeah. and wasn't that good. But the, the main event stemmed from that, right? It was the BCC, yeah. the best friends, and the death triangle in a match. Yeah. And I don't really know who won. And I, 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 don't I, think really... also the, I also think the Lucha Brothers were in it, but that's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's a... a did I say Death Triangle? Oh, Death, you, said, oh, you said Death Triangle. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I said Death Triangle. Death I meant... Oh, you did, you did, you did. Whatever. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, whatever gotcha. whatever yeah. about this match. Very, very uh, not impressed yeah, with really this right. match, this booking, yeah. this whole idea of throwing the Blackpool Combat Club in with, uh, you know, Penta and and Ray hmm. Phoenix and everything. I don't I don't know what's going on here. I hope this is... Yeah, sure. This goes... Those guys should just stay at Ring of Honor where they... Blogs. I've enjoyed them not being on the main show, <laughs> but okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I got nothing for this. I just was the only thing I don't was surprised is Moxley didn't bleed from my recollection, and I thought that that should be noted. But I could be wrong, and maybe he did. But you know, I was kind of not watching this very closely at this point. So if I'm if I'm mistaken, and somebody wants to point it out that he did bleed, I apologize in advance but from what i remember moxley did not bleed on this particular show he's saving that probably for the next show which he i did not watch this match and i don't say that often about wrestling i usually put everything on and just give it a chance okay. but i'm sure. so not into this at all yeah understandable i mean very understandable. this was all this was one of the worst and this i watched a lot of, of wrestling worst. so this was one of the worst dynamites just based on the fact of the card itself was just terrible. Well, what was terrible, good about it? Probably just maybe, maybe the Jack Perry segment. I mean, the MJF yeah. FTR stuff was pre-taped. So, yeah, yeah that's They it. weren't even was... there live on the show. Neither team was there. So, 
It was um, Jack Perry and this AR Fox heel turn. So that sounds, yeah, pretty pretty thin. Pretty thin. That's extremely, extremely thin. Um, yeah. But what else do they really have? I mean, there are two featured uh, teams on the show are the Elite and the Moxley's insane group. Uh, you know, and none of them are from Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, by the way, so I just want to point that out. I mean, the guy that wasn't Blackpool is no longer with the company, right? So, anyways, I don't know what to make of it. I, I mean, those are their. What else could they really do? I don't know. I, I, I know MGF was a feature of the show, obviously, with Cole now. So that was probably also a highlight. But like you said, it was a pre-taped segment, and I think Jack Perry is getting a good run as a heel. Hopefully, that continues because that's kind of been enjoyable for me. Other than that, the show is really, really bad. One of the worst, one of the worst ones, I feel. Yeah, uh, definitely. You don't have to give a grade. I know you're gonna say D minus. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I could give it like a, a D, maybe. But if I know, I, I know you just said you don't have to. <laughs> but you know, if I had, to, if you were putting that in my head, I guess I would just give it a D. All right. Well, listen, we basically covered everything. The only thing we have is from last night is SmackDown. Um, if you saw yeah. some of it, we could talk about that too. This was the latest show from July 28th, yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah, I did wanna, see that. You I want to hit a couple points before we take off? Sure. I the the one thing I recall obviously is the bloodline angle. That yeah, one last face off. It looks like it was a yeah, it was a face off between Roman and Jay. They had that opening segment, and then. Uh, which was fine, you know. But basically the same stuff that's already been said, though. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line is, Jay feels confident that he can beat Roman because he already pinned him at the at the pay-per-view tag match that they had, right? So he was like, I already pinned you so I could beat you again. And, you know, I'm going to be the tribal chief and the champion, basically, right? And then Jay had that match at the end of the night with uh, Grayson, Grayson Waller. Waller. I was about to call him Grayson Wagner. That's how much yeah. I care about that guy. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I don't uh... The match itself was whatever. The angle leading up to it with their their backstage altercation, whatever. And then yeah, yeah. Roman Roman showed up to watch. Yeah. Um, and then poor uh, poor uh, Solo keeps getting super kicked. Like I said, he got super kicked again, which is odd because the guy has been right like he was dominating everybody before, but now he's get the the Usos are keep getting over on him. But then, but well, then the Roman, Usos would know, get over on him, I think. They're they're over him. They're they're got more seniority. That's true. But you know, but he has been getting like a really like strong build since his debut in the main roster, right? Like he's been like a monster type of person. So there's there's that. I don't know. But uh, the but Usos hey, are strong but, themselves, though, man. I mean, they're going up against Roman. Yeah. Shit. So they're they're yeah yeah. That, no, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying that like Poor Solo is getting super kicked quite frequently. It's the only point I'm making out. Yeah, but in but, the end, Roman was the one who left yeah. Jay laying on this on laying, this night. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. him and Solo eventually got over on him, and they like they did the spear and the spike move twice, right. and that was that was that. Uh, yeah, was, was there anything else that you could think of from the show that was? Yeah, I amazing. wanted to talk about a continuation of our story with uh, L.A. Knight. Uh, yes. <laughs> so this time he uh, interrupts Hit Row. Yeah. And uh, which happened on a on a dark segment a couple weeks ago on SmackDown too. But Correct. Yes. Anyway, so he has a match this time with uh, the the guy from Hit Row. Uh, what's his name? His name is uh, shit. I can't remember his name. 
Ah, whatever. Though I know the one guy's top dollar. You don't know the other guy's name? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, dude, I don't know the other guy's name. <laughs> so we got to win against the guy that we forgot his name. Um, yeah. And he hit his finisher, which, correct me if I'm wrong, looks like a rock bottom followed by a stone cold stunner combination. <laughs> Is that am I wrong or is this what his finisher is? <laughs> uh, I have to see it again. Honestly, this is not a match. I know I'm a big Ellie Knight fan, but I'm not like watching this specific. But I'll have to look at it again and see how it looked. But yes, it kind of did look a little bit like what you just described. So that was interesting. So that goes with a lot of the criticism that he gets that he reminds people of The Rock and Stone Cold, and he's trying to copy some of their stuff, right? That's some of the criticism that he gets. Well, you know, since it's the last thing we're talking about here tonight, uh, I want—I kind of want to pull it up since you didn't see it, and see if yeah, you could. If you can show me the move, I will better judge it that way. All um, right. Well, give me a second. Let me pull it up. All right. So I found the clip. Vlad, watch this. This is the finisher from last night's SmackDown. So here he goes. Yeah. He's gonna do that and then run the ropes, kind of like hit, you know, people's elbow. Nope. People's sort elbow, of. right? And then <laughs> so... a, sort of a sort of a stunner, but sort of like an RKO too, right? So it was a little bit of so he does a little bit of both. Maybe okay. he's playing. Is that a re... has he? I mean, I'm sorry, I I I've been noticing LA Knight, but I haven't noticed a lot of his matches. Yeah, because they never he never actually hits his finisher to win the match. So yeah, he doesn't. He hardly also wins exactly. So. I don't know, is this like a recent thing that he's doing that? Maybe since the criticism that he's been, or has he always been do, doing that as his finisher? Somebody could maybe let us know, maybe that follows a little bit close and just following his yeah. career a little bit closer. Yeah, I guess. I can also do some research and find that out too. Sure, but, sure, of course, of course. I mean, for all the people who say he is a, a copycat of The Rock and Stone Cold, to have your two, like a combo move that looks just like The Rock and Stone Cold's move, okay. I don't mind yeah. it. I don't care. I like The Rock and Stone Cold. That's fine. I'm just saying yeah. it's interest. It's it's interesting and it's kind of funny. But yeah, maybe maybe he's playing off that that he he got the criticism and maybe now that's that's become his finisher. I don't know. Let's we'll find out. We'll talk about it next week. Anyways, yeah, I think that's all we have to talk about, other than Rey Mysterio's uh, seemingly kayfabe injury. That was uh, no. I I read that it was a real injury. A real real injury. He he got concussed during the match but you know that's why they have to oh, yeah. for it. oh okay he couldn't take one tope suicida he's, he's that old <laughs> well he he landed on his head pretty bad from what i saw like he landed like right on the back of his head like it went you know concussion, like down. concussion city you know he was he was in blackout city but it's not in in a not in a good way not in well i thought it was a work i thought it was a work way to kind of let Escobar win without actually sure. winning, pinning oh, him. Without or having him beat Ray. I mean, that would make sense too, to be honest. But, hey, you know, obviously I'm not really understanding this booking as it is. You know, why is Escobar getting a title shot? But whatever. Well, he's the next Latino guy, I guess. That they need yeah, somebody yeah. Well, for, that. for the Latino community to buy t shirts. You know? Yeah, but Escobar is not Ray Mysterio, obviously. Or Eddie. Or. I don't know. Right, or any of those, or any of those guys that were. But I, I've seen him do some cool things in NXT. Again, he doesn't really have a personality here on the main roster. He's just an LWO guy. He goes LWO, like okay, fine, you know, just not that yeah, good. Yeah. 
but I, I think he can be all right. Other than that, uh, Asuka, did you see that segment with her and EO Sky where they were talking English to each other? <laughs> I, thought they were, I thought they were talking Japanese to each other. No, they were trying to talk English to each other. <laughs> No, it, it first started in Japanese, right? I'm not going crazy. For, like, I one line. Understand. Then they talked a bunch of oh. English to each other. And, well, and you couldn't understand a single word, right? I Either sort of understood. It's, I think Asuka was trying to tell her, you better not cash in on me or you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And EO said she's walking out of SummerSlam as a champion yeah. no matter who wins. Basically. Yeah, yeah, I got that part. I got that but, part. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, that's that's about that, I guess. We're ready for SummerSlam. We've reached that point where it's enough build. You know, there's there's an yeah. extra SummerSlam show, extra SmackDown next week before yeah, SummerSlam. Correct. Usually those correct. are like, ugh, I don't even need to watch those, but whatever. Okay. So that's that. <laughs> We're all caught up. We did it. We fucked we so, many, it. so many wrestling shows. I was hoping this show would be fucking 20 minutes. It turned into an yeah. hour. All right, then. Well, Sorry about that, Karen, but maybe you could cut some out and it'll be less, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, Vlad. Uh, well, listen, uh, let me uh, end this show right here. So anybody watching the Malapert Smarks, you know you're the man because you found the best wrestling podcast there is in the world. We'll see you next Absolutely. week. <laughs> see you next week, guys. <laughs>